avizandum. In Scots law, this term describes the careful consideration given by the judge before an important decision. Join me each week as we explore various topics from a spiritual perspective and take matters avizandum. One of the continuing controversies among authentic followers of Jesus Christ is this question, for whom did Christ die? There are a number of views. Universalists believe that all people will be saved, irrespective of whether or not they've heard or responded to the gospel of Jesus Christ. They believe that in the end, love conquers all. Therefore, there can be no hell. Universalism is clearly contrary to the testimony of Scripture, which teaches of heaven and hell. There are those who are saved, and according to Scripture, there are those who are lost for all of eternity. Revelation 20 verse 15 reads, If anyone's name is not found written in the book of life, he will be thrown into the lake of fire. Also, our Lord Jesus taught of the reality of a final judgment. So, universalism is rejected. Then there is the view which Bible-believing Christians hold that only some will be saved. Salvation is only for those who are saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. John 3 verse 36 states, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Jesus taught, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but is passed from death to life. That's John 5, verse 24. The teaching of Scripture is that those who place their trust in the Lord Jesus Christ are saved. Those who do not trust Christ, who do not obey the call of the gospel, are lost. Now, among those who believe that only some will be saved, there are those who accept the five points of Calvinism. Although they're called the five points of Calvinism, it's debatable whether Calvin actually taught limited atonement. What we can say is that the five points, tulip, did not come into use until the early 20th century. In tulip, the T is for total depravity. U is for unconditional election. L is for limited or particular atonement. I is for irresistible grace. P is for the perseverance of the saints. All Calvinists historically and today do not adhere to these five points of tulip. John Calvin himself did not write these five points. And some would regard those who hold to the five points to be high Calvinists or hyper-Calvinists. In particular, not all Calvinists adhere to limited atonement. So, to deny limited atonement is not, I repeat, not to embrace Arminianism. Five-point Calvinists believe that if Jesus died for all people, this would mean that Christ died to no effect for those who are not saved. Therefore, as the work of Jesus Christ cannot be in vain, all those for whom he died are saved. That is, Christ's death is effective for the elect. The five points of Calvinism 
are firmly rooted in the decree of election. So here is the question. Is it true that Jesus Christ died only for the elect? I would suggest that on the face of it, the five-point Calvinist system seems to be in conflict with many scriptures, as well as raising questions about the character of God and the universality of the love of God. Was not the death of Jesus Christ of infinite value? Is not salvation in Scripture offered to all? And do not the following Scriptures indicate that Christ died for everyone? Isaiah 43, verse 6, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That is, all who like sheep have gone astray. That is, everyone. Here is Paul writing in 2 Corinthians 5, verses 14 and 15. For the love of Christ controls us, because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. Hebrews 2 verse 9, But we see him, who for a little while was made lower than the angels, namely Jesus, crowned with glory and honor because of the suffering of death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. Here's 1 Timothy 2 verses 3 and 4. This is good, and it is pleasing in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy 4, verse 10, For to this end we toil and strive, because we have our hope set on the living God, who is the Savior of all people, especially of those who believe. John the Baptist said, as he pointed to Jesus, Behold the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. The Apostle John writes in 1 John 2, verse 2, He, that is Christ, is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. In his epistle, he says that Jesus is the Savior of the world. Here is Peter, writing in 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 1, But false prophets also arose among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you, who will secretly bring in destructive heresies, even denying the master who bought them, bringing upon themselves swift destruction. Peter is saying that the Lord Jesus bought reprobates. Now, are these scriptures not saying that the death of Jesus Christ is not only sufficient for all, but also effective for all? However, not all are saved, as all do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. In Scripture, there is not a single verse which clearly states that Jesus died only for the elect. However, there are many Scriptures, and I've given some, which clearly state that Jesus Christ died for all. The High Calvinist says that this means that Jesus died for all without distinction, that is, he died for all kinds of people. But I suggest 
That is reading a system, the five-point Calvinist system of theology, into the clear teaching of Scripture. Our authority is not a theological system, it's not a confession, but is the Word of God. One of my favorite verses is John 3, verse 16. What does it say? That God's love extends only to the elect? No. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Limited atonement is difficult to reconcile with the biblical teaching that God is love. He so loved the world. People perish not because of a lack of atonement for their sins, but because of their unbelief. So the gospel of the grace of God is not only offered to all, but provision is made for all. For all who call upon the name of the Lord are saved. I've got many good friends who believe in limited atonement. But I suggest that they may be in danger of imposing a theological system on Scripture rather than allowing Scripture to speak on its own terms. What do you think? For whom did Christ die? Avizandum. You're listening to the weekly Avizandum podcast from The Verdict, featuring Pastor John Monroe. John is senior pastor at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. Listen to John's daily program, The Verdict, on broadcast radio or major podcast platforms. For more information about The Verdict ministry, visit us online at calvarychurch.com slash theverdict.